following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. I am your host for the day, the host with the most. That's right, this is Kyle Ranney tuning in again for another episode of Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them, the Fantasy Football Podcast. Gary is still out of commission somewhere on a beach drinking banana daiquiris out of a bucket. Uh, Today we are going to do a little bit of news recording and discuss something I've always found very fondly with NFL drafts and fantasy drafts to go forward. But we'll start off with the news. Currently, I believe, free agent slash Seattle Seahawks player, Josh Gordon, has officially submitted again for reinstatement to the league, has passed every single drug test given to him going back to last May or last March. Uh, we'll see if Goodell has a change of heart on that aspect. Aaron Rodgers officially does not opt out of the NFL for COVID reasons uh, with last Friday's deadline having happened. Everson Griffin, uh, most recently, I believe, of Dallas still wants to strike a return with Minnesota. We are seeing quite a bit of interesting single-player news here. Delaney Walker expecting to see team fits happen soon, expected to be playing this season. Uh, last, Most recently with Tennessee, had quite a good year there. The number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, has officially signed his rookie deal. The Minnesota Vikings, Harrison Smith, have picked up significant extension talks and are expected to strike a deal there sooner than later. And the Navy has reversed its course and allowed cornerback Cameron Kinley, drafted by the Buccaneers, to attend training camp. At least no word yet on the regular season if he can play. But the option has been there and has been granted. Patriots wide receiver and Keel Harry has had his agent formally request a trade out of New England, blaming... Uh, lack of quarterback play and lack of opportunity for his poor start to his NFL career. Quarterback Mac Jones officially signs his first year deal with, or his, uh, his his rookie deal with the New England Patriots. And I believe, uh, no, so officially no players opted out of the 2021 season. But guys, we're going to make this short, sweet, and to the point this week. Uh, something that I've been preaching for a couple mm-hmm. weeks now, and I'm going to explain more my thought process behind it. Uh, overvaluing quarterbacks. I know Gary and I have talked about it quite a bit lately. It's one of those positions where you always get one or two knuckleheads in your league that are going to jump on one in the top 24. They're going to almost guaranteed have one or two of them uh, inside that first two rounds. And it's one of those things where I'm here to kind of break down why it's just it's not a good idea. Um, going across the board here, yeah, you're going to have your, your one or two top-end guys. Maybe three of them, depending. I mean, this past year was pretty well spread out, but the high average was was up there. The average points per game rounding out at like 22 points per game for for quarterbacks. Uh, If you're going into this year, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen are your number one, number two. Pat Mahomes last year, his 
average points per game would have been sitting at about 23 and a half. Uh, in retrospect here, if you end up going down the, down the line, mind you, Pat Mahomes is probably your consensus number one. People are going to be the guy looking at him at averaging 23 and a half points in a top 24 spot. Let's go on a little whim here. Let's see Ryan Tannehill, the guy that everybody tends to forget. Tannehill was averaging 21 and a half. So two points a game. Yes, it's it's it it makes a difference in the long run. He's he's going to be Pat Mahomes' number 4 on your list. Ryan Tannehill's number 7 on your list. There's there's 30 points between the two of them. But the big but here, guys, when all is said and done, if you can pick up a better player in those top two rounds, and you can save, you can go get a Ryan Tannehill, a Kirk Cousins. Uh, I mean, last year, Aaron Rodgers in most of these leagues, Kyler Murray was a guy who was a sixth, seventh round pick, and that's for being as valued as he was. You're bolstering that top end of your lineup more, and I kind of want to delve into into the last couple of years here to, to just really drill across the point. Um, Last year's consensus 1-2 was Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson came in number 10 on this list. So if you if you had Lamar Jackson and you drafted him anywhere in the first three rounds, you kind of did not get your payout you would hope for. Um, outside of that, Kyler and Russ were, were really 3-4, and four, I think, on that list in consensus. Deshaun Watson coming in 5. Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers were 9-10-11 area. And they ended up finishing one and two. Those were guys you could have had in the seventh, eighth round and projected and build your lineup ahead of that. Um, Justin Herbert's a guy who really out of left field, fired off and didn't even play the entire year to start. Um, so it's, it's, it's really retrospect to decline of players. The fact that if somebody was the number one, and it goes for what I've said multiple times about Josh Allen. And I know Bills fans who listen to this aren't probably a fan of that. But Josh Allen comes in as being 395 last year. That means Josh Allen had about 24 points a game, if I'm doing my math correctly, just shooting from the hip. Um, Yeah, 24 and a half points a game. So he had two more points a game than Pat Mahomes. If someone's going to overvalue that, that doesn't mean he's going to have the same year this year. And I mean, yeah, they're offense firing all cylinders, but it also didn't mean Pat Mahomes was going to have the same year three years ago when he had 50 touchdowns, and he regressed. Josh Allen is most likely heading for regression where I don't know if I'm buying drafting him in the first two rounds, the first three rounds, where I can still go get potentially a Ryan Tannehill, a Justin Herbert. I mean, hell, Tom Brady finished eighth, and Tom Brady is going to be a guy who's around in that round seven to eight to nine level. Okay, so I can go gain three points a game more with Josh Allen by picking him in the second or third, or I could get rid of those three points and maybe I'm solidifying a a, a roster player, whether that be my tight end's going to produce higher than yours now. And if you've got a top four tight end, I guess, you're probably looking at 17, 18 points a game, whereas your bottom guys are 12. So you're, you're making up, making up your points per game there. Um, Maybe you're stowing away top-end wide receivers. You can now start one of those receivers in your flex. Okay, what do we have here? Well, so-and-so insert Jerry Judy. Insert, I mean, 
Deontay Johnson, guys who are capable of 20-point weeks. Uh, the guy who took that quarterback at that point might be relying on a Jerry Judy as his wide receiver too and is scrounging weekly for a flex player who's struggling to get really much more than 12 points. So it's, it's, it's all about the roster build and knowing how to really properly attack what you want. But yeah, I mean, last year was different. Last year, out of the top 12, 11 of 12 quarterbacks went over 300 yards or 300 points on the year fantasy-wise, at, at least according to the NFL fantasy points rankings. Uh, going back a year from there, the 2019 season, this was the year that was really skewed heavily by Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar coming in with 415 fantasy points, really doing a lot of damage rushing. Also had 1,200 yards on the ground. But that 415, this this was one of those years where Lamar wasn't even projected to be a top top 15 quarterback. People knew he had some upside, but I don't think anybody was expecting him to do this. He was averaging 26 points roughly a game. Uh, we're even given... Russ Wilson was your number two there. Russ Wilson was averaging 20 points a game in that season. So you're really dropping off six points a year with a flash in the pan in Lamar in Lamar Jackson that nobody expected to be number one. Nobody expected to be that dynamic. And if you take out that outlier of Lamar Jackson having the year he did that was almost historic, you're, you're looking at a much more calm average. The average with Lamar Jackson factored in is 297. The average without, I'm going to try to do some fast math here on the air. Fast math is apparently not my strong suit. Um, the average without, you're at 286. So the, the remaining guys were averaging around 286. At that point in time... In that same wheelhouse, quarterback 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10 were all within one fantasy point per game of that average. Uh, number 6 being the consensus number 1 that year. Coming off the 50-touchdown year, people were drafting him in the first round, Patrick Mahomes. I know he was injured, um, but you're still around that 286 mark. That's not giving you dividends and paying you out when you took him in the first round. You're you're now missing a top receiver, top running back, for the quarterback who who finishes in, at sixth overall. Kyler Murray was the wonderkin that year. Carson Wentz was drafted rather er, in the later rounds. Um, guys like Jameis Winston came out of the woodwork, had a huge year in Tampa. Granted, thirty interceptions, but thirty touchdowns. Um, it's really looking into guys like that. Like, who is my highest highest ceiling back six? I mean, that, Jameis was probably not drafted. Josh Allen was not in the top 12 radar that year. Lamar Jackson was not a top 12 radar guy. Kyler Murray wasn't a top 12 radar guy. Um, I mean, Derek Carr is always around that 14. You, you ever want to know what you probably have to do? He's He's a perfect backup quarterback for a team in need. Nobody ever wants to deal with it, but he's always consistent. But, I mean, that's that's it. 297 strikes high on it. You get rid of that outlier. 286 is your average from everybody that's not named Lamar Jackson in 2019. Um, the year ahead of that, I, I want to say Matt Ryan and Drew Brees. Were pro- Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, and I think Brady were the three consensus quarterbacks that year. This would have been 2018. That was the year Pat Mahomes really came 
out of the woodworks, 50 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Uh, another outlier year, though, 26 points average per game. The number two guy coming in with Matt Ryan averaging 22 a game, so a full four less. But after Matt Ryan, you start seeing a, a sharp decrease. Um, the average for that grouping, though, is still 316. You're around that Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff that year, Drew Brees, all in the wheelhouse of your top top averages that are still going to get you around 21 points a game. Um, I, I know it's repetitive, it's it's insane, but your points per game is what you really want to see. Obviously, good schedules, good good availability. That's really where where you're going to build. Who's got a strong schedule against weak quarterback play? This year, Carson Wentz, as goofy as it is. Indy, if you're, if you're going to swing on Indy and Carson Wentz is your guy, there's no better of a schedule this year. Even if you decide to go, hey, I'm going to go quarterback five and pair Carson Wentz with him, I'm going to take that risk on Aaron Rodgers if he falls to five, which, as insane as it is, might be falling to five with the dramas in Green Bay. Um, and that could be setting yourself up for success. You don't have to worry about your quarterback until 80, 80 to 86, 80 to 90, and you're still building out six to seven position players ahead of that. But, yeah, that year, I mean, Pat Mahomes was no – was not close to being the number one projected player. Comes out with 417 points. Matt Ryan is at number two. Matt Ryan's one of those guys who, outside of the MVP year, always kind of had a fight to be the guy. So Matt Ryan's never been your top fantasy scorer. Nobody ever is ever consistently saying, Matt Ryan's going to be a top three quarterback. He always ends up finding a way there. Ben Roethlisberger in his prime was a guy who always was able to get, be your sixth or seventh overall quarterback, and he finds a way in the top three here. Deshaun Watson's always kind of, since being drafted and putting up numbers, um, was the guy who you drafted him three, four, five, and he usually ended three, four, five. So that's one of those guys who, for the money, was exactly spot on where you wanted. Aaron Rodgers fluctuated. That was a year with two interceptions and a good year for him. Uh, Jared Goff comes in at six. One of the only times he's going to be that high on the list. That was also, I believe, the Rams Super Bowl appearance year. Drew Brees coming in, 35 touchdowns, or 32 touchdowns, five picks. A good year for him. Four rushing touchdowns for the not very mobile Drew Brees. Uh, Russ Wilson, 35-7. to seven. Again, a guy who always seems to just get slept on, and he's always inside that top 10 with quarterbacks, and you can always get him late. I don't know what it is. People in fantasy don't respect Russ's name. Phil Rivers at that point in time was sitting in there with the Chargers. Um, Cam Newton was still making appearances. Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady, Mitch Trubisky at that point in time was actually quarterback number 13. Uh, but this would have been the Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen rookie year and all of that. Going back to 2017, the average points for the year was 280. And, that, and that's what we're seeing. Like last year, last year people didn't value quarterbacks, I don't think, as much. And when they did, it was it was Lamar and Pat Mahomes. And the whole league was on, a, on an uptrend, telling you to go receiver quarterback. Um, but that also meant that your receivers, if you're building with them, you could get more talent in that. 25 to to 55 range and your quarterbacks you can still get staved off late as long as you're building strong around your running backs the the 22 or the 2017 280 average really just kind of in within the same point per game mark Tom Brady three Alex Smith four Carson Wentz almost the average of five at 281 Kirk Cousins Matt Stafford 
Philip Rivers. So that that entire middle group there really just builds out to uh to the a- the average there. Russell Wilson was your number one quarterback by fifty points there, three seven or three forty seven. Cam Newton had his last big year in Carolina, two ninety nine. Uh, Tom Brady, Alex Smith, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Jared Goff, and Blake Bortles. That's right, guys. Blake Bortles is coming in. This is this is how far back we're getting where it seems fantasy wise that four years ago Blake Bortles was a relevant fantasy starting quarterback. Um, Case Keenum was the starter with the Browns and didn't do much more. Pa- or Case Keenum was the starter, I think, that year with uh, with Minnesota, I believe, because that was the year Keenum started. Or Keenum started. Cousins was with Washington at the time. And it's names like this that systems flash in the pan years. Someone's going to be there. Someone's going to be your bread and butter, and they're going to kind of come out of the woodwork. Draft well, know your your availability. 2016 season, 291-point average. Far and away the long shot, Aaron Rodgers at 300, or 380 points. Uh, almost 35 points higher than number place, or number two, Matt Ryan. That's, that's about two points per, per game. But still, to go in and lock up your number one quarterback, who you believe is going to be the number one quarterback, which never ends up being the same as paper, for an additional two points a game that you could easily get elsewhere, I, I think this is where it needs to be broken down. What, what other needs does your team have? Can I still get one of these six to nine guys or two of these six to nine guys? Get two of these six to nine guys. You don't have to play them on their bad week. If they're not going to maybe get, maybe you've got a guy who's like a yo-yo. Tyrod Taylor was that guy. He's on this list right here with the Bills. He was number six that year. Um Okay, this defense is bad. Tyrod's going to probably go off for 25, but he'll probably give you nine this week. Let's start quarterback number 10, Andy Dalton, in his good year that year. Um, but that, like, that's that's how you have to face this at this point. I mean, 2016, looking at Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford, Tarod Taylor, sorry, saying it properly here, Blake Bortles, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, Andy Dalton, Marcus Mariota, and Phillip Rivers. That's just that is another inkling of the forever changing fantasy tides of fantasy football. Um, I mean, Mariota, Mariota, Dalton, Bortles are all back. Mariota, Dalton, Bortles are backups now. Taylor is supposedly a starter in Houston, pending what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Drew Brees and Philip Rivers aren't even in this league anymore. Um, and this is five seasons ago. 2015, the last one I really have to, to highlight here. The year that I don't think anybody had Cam as the number one. And then that's that's the thing is 2015, everyone saw Cam blow up. Everybody overdrafted Cam the next year. And Cam gets hurt and doesn't even place top 14 that following season. Cam Newton's MVP season, though, a company with, with 10 rushing touchdowns, which should be teaching you if a guy has rushing ability, hint, hint, this year's Joe Burrow is providing the knee holds up. Um, he's worth a lot more. If he can punch in eight touchdowns on the ground on top of having a solid throwing stat line, he's going to be a top four guy. But this year, you're looking 2015, the average being 301. That was up that year. But within that same striking, you have number three, Blake Bortles at 316. He's exactly within one point of that. Um, Drew Brees at 304. Russ Wilson at 301. Aaron Rodgers at 301, Kirk Cousins at 293. That's that's your entire middle six there within your average points. 
and Philip Rivers was two points away. Matt Stafford was three points away. And then you kind of have your fall off. But, like, Cam Newton was your number one by a long shot that nobody saw coming. Tom Brady took the stumble that year. That was the year he was a consensus one. He ends up being two. So, I mean, outside of Tom Brady, I think it's safe to say you're overvaluing sometimes depending schedule and whatnot. Um, Blake Bortles was your third. Let's let that sink in, guys. Blake Bortles jumped up to be your fantasy quarterback three, and nobody's ever going to say Blake Bortles was a good quarterback. Drew Brees was your four. Russ Wilson was your five. Aaron Rodgers at six. Kirk Cousins at seven. Philip Rivers at eight. Matt Stafford at nine. Derek Carr at 10. Alex Smith at 11. And Tarod Taylor at 12. Um, it's, it's one of those things, guys, like Ryan Tannehill is always on the outskirts. He's within usually the top 15 James Winston's been a guy who's on top 15. James Winston's a guy who, pending how training camp goes, might be your rebound. Okay, James Winston was number three in the league just two seasons ago. Goes undrafted in most cases last year, doesn't get the starting job in New Orleans, and people are going to buy that he's behind Taysom Hill? Nah, no thanks, no chance, not happening. Uh, sign me up for all the shares in Jameis, especially if we see Jameis coming out of camp as the number one. And I'll take my chances with the number five, six, seven guy and Jameis down the line that one of my guys is going to hit and be a top five quarterback. It's all it takes, flipping your league, having your backups, knowing what you're doing, and building the higher end team around those quarterbacks there. I'm not preaching. I'm not telling you you need to follow. Because I know 90% of you are still going to go, yeah, but like I need to fill my roster. I'm going to take quarterback in round three. All right. More for me. The thunder effect perfectly there. Um, guys, I'm going to stop preaching. I'll come back with some more fun though on Friday. We'll make this one a real quick and short one. Cause I'm sure you're sick of hearing me ramble as I'm probably sick of myself rambling at this point. Uh, so shout out to Gary drinking some banana daiquiris. Shout out to you, you 10,000 plus listeners that listen to us on a monthly basis. And until next time you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.